with Montel? Uh, and, and what was your idea as far as when to pull him? Or go to they the uh, changed their coverage from uh, two deep, two deep uh, coverage to a one deep coverage to load the load the box up, and we're slanting on almost every play. Okay, putting them in a position, putting them in a position to take away just to run a game. We had thrown the ball three times and hadn't come close. And I felt that we were going to have to throw the ball in addition to, in addition to run the ball. I didn't feel that we could play the game one dimensional and have a chance to win. And as you notice, that that was probably right. Because in the second quarter, that's when we started moving the ball, when we started uh, mixing it up between passing and throwing it. And I think that we're going to, uh, Montel's going to go forward as a, as, as, you know, a lead lead guy with a chance of being this, uh, being the the head the ma head man. Okay, we're gonna have to be more efficient in the passing game. How tough was it trying to stop that running game? John Hayward getting all those carries. Pardon me. How tough was it trying to stop the running game with John Hayward the way he played today? Well, I mean, 30 carries for 200 whatever yards he had right there. The thing is, you know, he's he's very elusive and he had a bunch of chunks in this game. You know, there were a lot of you know. He he, get, he he single-handedly changed field position multiple times in the game. I thought, you know, I, I thought our defense hung in there after you know early in the game. I thought they hung in there and gave us a chance to fight back. But you know, when you turn the ball over a hundred times, you know, what was it a hundred or ninety-nine? I don't know what it, what the final tally was. But when you turn it over a hundred a hundred times, the chance you have to come back in, in a game like that just you know goes out the window. Were you surprised James was one of the culprits? Well, look at it. You know, turnovers turnovers are part of the game. It was just how they all packaged together. You know, you know, I know he had a couple, and you know, I know Jamee obviously like to have his back, and Jake would like to have his back, and Montel would like to have his back. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of different. Hey, look at, and there's calls that we like to have back as coaches too. Let's throw that in. Put them all in there together. So it's just that turnovers are the the thing that that changes the game more than any other element in football. Turnovers. It either stops drives, you know, and it kills drives on your own, or sets them up. And in this game, it did, it did both. I think uh, Jake was a lot better in his numbers with the drops. That's been Jake's story here for about the last, you know, three weeks. I mean, he's for about the last three weeks, he's actually threw the ball pretty well. Now, the touch pass down in down in the red zone, you're trying to lob one over there. All right, you know, I came off and I explained to him, said, now, you know, we get three points here. We, we cut it to 15. It's a two-score game with a seven and an eight, you know. In a situation like that, don't throw that ball. You know, I know he's trying to make a play, but just – but – you know, he had a lot of, well, you know, he threw a lot of good balls out there today, too. Charlie Montel rolled to the left a couple of times real early, threw one away, and then a, a bad pick. Were those two of the plays that maybe you'd like to have back? Well, I think he, the second one, I, uh, second one was covered when he rolled to the left. I just wish he just wouldn't have thrown it at all. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to understand, and I think, I, I'm not sure if it was second down or third down, on the second one, I know the first one for sure was third down, but you know sometimes throwing the ball away is okay, or actually sometimes throwing the ball away is the best option, and that's one thing you have to teach a young quarterback where you don't always have to throw it if it's not if it's not there, 
it's not there. Coach, with the way these last two games have been, it's kind of hard for some people to look at it in a positive light this season, but as you do get the conference win finally, you have three on this year. How are you looking at this the full season? Well, right now we just lost to K-State. And so I'm not looking at it very favorably. You know, you know, we lost to our, our state rival. And right now that Governor's Cup is sitting in their locker room and they're partying in their locker room. And my guys are, are sulking. I mean, so right now I wouldn't, I don't have very many positives at this moment to speak about. But through your season, what kind of progress did you see since you arrived here? Well, you asked me that question last week, and I'll say when the season's over and I get back the week of December 16th, which was the same answer I gave last time, then I'll go back and I'll start evaluating it. And when I promise you, by the time I meet with you on Thursday the 19th, I think is the when I have already scheduled the next media time, I'll have a little better, better grasp. But right now it would be the inappropriate time for me to give a response to that question. You've said you're heading out recruiting tomorrow. You never mm-hmm. know how recruiting's going to go, but how much confidence are you heading out there with? Pretty good. To get, uh, get more confident each year? As you, well, no, I'm, I've, I'm usually feel pretty good about our plan of recruiting. You know, the only t- time that was rough is when you first get here and you're scrambling. You know, but I think that, you know, we have a pretty good plan in place and, you know, we've kind of earmarked our... our where we're deficient at, you know, and where you know where we, you know, where we need a high school kid, where we need a junior college kid, and identify who they are, and then you know now you got to go if you go get them. Over the next month, how many days do you plan to uh, be on the road recruiting? Well, we only can be on the road through the fifteenth, you know, because we get all, we get pulled off the road on the sixteenth. So, you know, the the banquet I'll get get off on the thirteenth because we have the banquet on the fourteenth. So you know I'll. I think I'll show up for the banquet, you know, so um, it's possible I could go to a local guy on that night too, but uh, you have to be off the road by, you know, that 15th, 16th time, so I'll be out there. If you're looking for me, that's where I'll be. There are two uh, long passes for touchdowns. Are they the same play? Or, or was well, they were both a version of pop passes, you know, where, you know, the quarterback had, you know, sold run and hesitated, hesitated, and uh, and gave the. I know the second one especially, and I'm anticipating the first one was too. You know, gave uh, the impression of a quarterback run and the quarterback power game, and then just turned. I, I remember the first one was on the left side to, you know, to the tight end, and the next one was on the right side to the fullback, but I just remember, uh, you know, watching distinctly the second one. Where they you got these two guys over there, and then you slip behind them, and he pops it to them, and there's nobody there. Coach, I hope this isn't too similar to the prior question, but there were fans out there saying, you know what, next year we're going to be great, we're going to be improved, everything. Is there anything that you can say to, to support that notion? Of I think we have a lot of older guys coming back, you know, and I think that you know that that have been in now have been here for a couple a couple years with us. I mean, it's a large number, you know, it's a large number of, of redshirt juniors and juniors that'll be seniors, you know, or, you know, or redshirt juniors or redshirt seniors. Fourth-year players are more. I mean, there's a bunch of them. So usually when you have a bunch of them that have been in the same system for a couple of years, okay, even though there's obviously going to be tweaks in the system, 
um, I think that usually bodes well for your next uptick in, in performance. How much were the players able to learn from Coach Bret Hart in the two years that he was here? I think that I think that if you saw, you know, how how passionate the players have been here in the last you know few days, um, you know. I think that there isn't any any of those there's not one of those offensive linemen that didn't benefit from Tim being our coach. You know, Tim and I have had a couple of chuckles over the last few days because you know when when you know story pops and then you have to go out and put out our Sunday release a little early, which was what we had to do. You know, one of the things that he was annoyed is everyone said that we haven't been talking for months. So he said, "I was glad, glad that we get a chance to talk for the first time in a couple of months." I mean. Uh, I'm. I can't say I'm sad to, to, to see Tim go because I know that he's happy. I know he's happy to be able, be able to go spend some time with his wife and kids. So I shouldn't be sad at that. I should be happy for him, which I am. Uh, throughout recruiting, a lot of those kids, especially linemen, said his experience playing in the NFL and all that was a huge thing for them. Do you anticipate that that's going to be tough to kind of overcome? I don't know. I'll be I'll be in all their homes this week. Personally, will there be other uh, changes on the offensive? Yeah, we the, right now. I'm not worrying about you know doing anything with our staff until get. I want to get through recruit. I think that I think that that's the more appropriate time where if there's if you're going to do anything, that's the time. That's the time where you where you do that. Sort of like my December nineteenth uh, time frame. You know, right now it's full speed ahead in recruiting and. You know, I, you know, Tim leaving's a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a bump in the road because there's some guys that re get really close to you and recruit. But you know, we'll we'll go out there and rally, and I'll I'll get in there this week, and then you know we'll get uh, we'll get Tim's replacement in there before before our Christmas break. How do you go about saying goodbye to these seniors, and what do they bring that you'll remember? Well, I taught. I had a long conversation in the locker room, and I'd prefer to kind of leave that private. But I always talk about life. I'm a lot bigger than football. I think that there's there's a lot of things you learn by being part of a football team, and football happens to be just one element. And I think that all those other things that you gain, okay, and walking out of here with a degree from Kansas. And being able to walk into applying those things that you learned, okay, into a job interview and said, I graduated from the University of Kansas and I want to work for you. I think that that's what it's all about. Because at the end of the day, very few guys end up playing in the NFL. Sure, a bunch of them will get tryouts, but very few guys end up making it. And by making it, I mean becoming invested and, you know, making themselves a bunch of money. It doesn't happen very often. So part of Part of what I'm concerned with, I'm concerned with them five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. I'm not just concerned with them right now. Coach, how much of a challenge is recruiting to be to kind of change the culture a little bit of, of KU around here, and how much has change have you seen already in a couple of years? Well, I mean, I watching that, feeling that game out today. I mean, obviously their their running back had a, had a good day, but I never felt even when the score was 21-10. I never felt the game getting away from us. Okay, and that's a change. I mean, last year you were in the second half of that game. I mean, it was it was wide open season. 
I mean, and it, was, it was almost like there was nothing you could do about it. Well, I never felt that way today. I was very frustrated that, you know, that, that we, we gave them the ball back, back to back to back times, I believe. I think it's the first three times we got the ball in the second half. We moved the ball to the 50, got a first down, we fumbled. We threw that intercept. Well, it goes down as an interception. You know, you want to talk about the cheapest interception of all time. You know, that, that one to Jermaine goes down as an interception instead of a fumble. I told Jermaine they should count that as a fumble just for, at a general, just, just for the heck of it. And then, Jake, we're down on the 20-yard line or 22-yard line, and the lay went up to them. I mean, that's back-to-back back possessions. But unlike last year, you never felt the game getting away. You never felt that way. And that's in one year, that's, that's, a major, that's a major difference. So we see you again a couple weeks. What's kind of the strategy of the off-season conditioning? Is just kind of getting the players' bodies sort of healthy again? That's Hosopple. I'm, 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 I'm a recruiter now. Oh, I got one of the best strength coaches in the country. Okay, I trust him. Okay, and right now, one of the things that actually comes to play is these guys actually have to be students. You know, they have to finish up their last their last test that go on, their last paper that goes on, and you know that December sixteenth when we, we said we're back in the office, that also happens to be the start of exams. So you know, I think that besides getting their bodies right, you know, I think. So right now it's time crunch time academically to make sure they get that taken care of. I think that you know <coughs> Scott will have, Scott be well on their way by the time they leave here from break to moving forward towards next year. Do they start working with Holsab on Monday? Pardon me. Do they start working with him on Monday? <coughs> well, I've we're, we're in the next three days. Everyone will be working with him um, in the next three days. You know, he's probably, it's almost sad timing for, for James because, you know, he's probably, you know, without knowing all the candidates in Kansas history, he's probably one of the better running backs that's ever come through. And because the team hasn't won very many games, you know, he'll be underappreciated. I'm a big fan of James Sims. I feel bad for him. I mean, he came up to me afterwards, and I said, "I said, don't, don't even start. I don't want to listen to you start apologizing." I said, "We're not going there." I said, "You got a lot of football to play yet, all right? So you could feel sorry for yourself for a short amount of time, okay? And then let's let's pick it back up and let's get ready to go." But I'm a big fan of James Sims, and I don't think you've seen James Sims play football for the last time. Do you meet individually? I know you'd be busy recruiting, but do you meet individually with all these guys? Well, what I do is I meet with the team on Friday the th- on Friday the thirteenth. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll be rec- rec- recruiting that morning. I'll get in that afternoon. I'll meet with the team first. Then I'll meet with the outgoing players after after I meet with the team, so that anyone who needs some advice about whether it's you know. You know the the draft, whether or not I think that they should give it a shot, um, agents, all that other stuff. I meet with them after I meet with the team, and then um, the coaching staff has to be in late. Well, the majority of the coaching staff will be in late that day to kind of regroup. Well, fortunately, 
well, well, it's a matter of perspective, but I'm the same person every day. You know, I'm very disappointed right now, just like dealing with the media. When I first started dealing with the media, you know, I used to get annoyed all the time. You know, but it's not your fault. It's really not your fault. I mean, we did plenty of stuff in that game from the coaches to the players to have people ask questions that are tough questions. So I always believe that, you know, be respectful. And if I gave you my answer that I want to say sometimes, I'd be on the lead story on ESPN on the bottom line. <laughs> so I prefer, I prefer to take the high road.